Hey everyone, in today's episode, we're talking about the six keys to creating a highly converting website and how you can actually make all these modifications on your own, regardless of your experience with coding or not. My name is John Aiken. I'm the CEO of Web Canopy Studio, and this is the Website Conversion Show. Okay, guys, so we are asked all the time from, from clients, from prospects, from other agencies, from people uh, in, in the HubSpot community, from just everywhere, all different walks of life. We get asked all the time, do you guys see trends in what makes a website work really well or what makes a website really, really successful? And a lot of the times the misconceptions that come out of that are, we have to spend an asinine amount of money to make a really great website, or uh, we have to be constantly producing immense amounts of content on that website to make it do everything that we want to do. And, you know, that's to say sometimes that is the case, but overwhelmingly, it's not that. It is not that. So as a leadership team inside of our company, as we start to think through you know, what are the biggest, most impactful things, elements, categories, if you will, um, that each successful website that we would constitute as successful, meaning a website that is bringing in lots of leads, doing its job, growing uh, the company's lead database and so on. What are the trends? What are the things that emerge that we notice? And so we've, we've compiled six different categories that we evaluate websites on and that we walk our websites through when we are doing any kind of designer development with our clients. And so today, what I wanna walk you through are these six keys to a high converting website. And for those of you that are, that are watching the video, you can see on screen here, we have a graphic uh, that we call the website conversion framework. And this kind of emerged out of those discussions. And, and it's really the process by which we go through website development inside of, of our own company. And for those of you that are listening, there's a, a triangle on the screen. It's divided into six sections. And, um, and you can see the, the image in the show notes. There should be a link. So what I'm going to do is walk you through each one of these. And visually, you can see it on the screen here. There, there's those six categories, like I was saying. Start to evaluate in your mind how well you feel your website is performing in each section. And you'll be able to kind of take a step back and know this is where I need to zero in. Based off of what John's saying, this is where I need to go and spend my time. So we're going to go through each section now and, and kind of talk through the six keys. Okay, I hope you guys are ready get out your pins. You're going to want to take notes on this one. So the first element, the first area that we're going to focus is called platform and tools. Now, this could be a bit skewed into thinking like, oh, we've got to just completely replatform to something else. And that's not necessarily the case. This one typically is uh, uh, the deciding factor of if we need to spend a really good amount of time making sure we're in the right place or not. But I would argue if your website is not very easy for you to use, it's not very easy for other people on your team to use and to make updates and modifications without having to hire a developer, it's probably not the right place for you to be. And there are considerably a uh, vast amount of options that you could move to. So evaluate based off of how easy is this for me to use? How easy is this for me to update? 
How scalable is this? But almost more importantly, how secure is this? Is this something that I need to run a bunch of third parties to make my website do what I need to do? Do I need to rely on all these different kinds of plugins and these developers who I have no clue who their companies are and I'm gonna insert them into my website just so it works? I don't know. I don't know if that's the best bet. So you wanna make sure that your platform is, is the right one for you, that it's gonna be able to scale with you, it's easy to use and it's easy to update. Next, the, the, the next key is arguably in my book the most important one right so we're looking at positioning and messaging this is 95 percent complete made up statistic 95 percent of what constitutes a successful website so if your website tells the wrong story if it's not saying what it needs to say you have no chance that you're gonna get conversions. And I'm, I'm willing to bet that a lot of you listening to this or watching this are sitting in that situation where you're not getting a lot of people that are coming to the website and, and converting and becoming a customer. If you're not doing it at the volume that your sales team needs, you have a serious problem in this area, okay? This is like fixing this is one of the most critical pieces of the entire website. And that's why it's important to mention like, you don't need a developer to change the content on the website, right? Like you can make some of these modifications. And we'll go into how to do that in a little bit, but those are those are really kind of the the critical pieces and and the um, the, the biggest key to making sure that your website does convert and does do what we want it to do is positioning. It's saying the right thing and it's looking at your company as the 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 mentor of guiding your clients where they need to go. Um, if you're spending most of your time on your website, you can just pull up your website and quickly look. If it's talking more about you and your services or your product, if it's talking more about um, you know your accolades or just anything about about how your features are the best thing in the world, you're not spending the right amount of time talking about your customers. You're not spending the right amount of time talking about their problems, okay? And so that's where we wanna get to. We wanna make sure that we're positioning in that way. Next, design and development. So again, this does not mean we need to redesign our website. This does not mean um, I want you to think about how pretty your website is. It does mean though, we need to look at the website from the perspective of do the tools that are on the website, does the interactivity of the website help engage our, our customers, our prospects, the visitors to the website, or does it detract from or does it not exist? Okay. The design and the development. So the design of this website, it should lift your brand up and it should enhance the message. So again, I, I'm a firm believer of, of positioning and the message first, and then using design as a way to build that message and that brand out. Um, but if you don't have an existing, uh, the ability to do a bunch of different design work, well, you can make some of these modifications on your own. So in the design and the development, we were looking at enhancing that message, making sure that we are enabling conversion, using tools like landing pages, forms, maybe there's a third party that you have to acknowledge and, and get into there to, to collect those leads um, if you're not on a platform like HubSpot, but making sure that we have features that are engaging, features that are bringing people to our, our company into the CRM so that we can continue to work and nurture them. 
which is the next component um, uh, of, of the website conversion framework. So looking at nurturing and automation, how do we get people to come back to our website? How do we deliver an experience beyond just the lead? So many marketers focus on collecting the contact information, getting a lead, and then sending them to sales or sending them a couple emails as a follow-up and then we did our job. What happens though? People don't do what we want them to do. They don't come back to the website. They don't end up booking a call with the sales team. They don't get a demo. And so now you're stuck with all these people inside of your database that are just sitting there and they're taking up space. It's like you're paying for this inventory in the back room, right? And they're just sitting there. So this is about delivering an experience. This is about delivering um, the, the right kind of things to the right people after they convert, after they make some kind of, of, of interaction with your company. So what does nurturing and automation look like from a, uh, um, a CRM perspective? Well, I want to engage the CRM as soon as somebody becomes a lead. And so at the base level, we want to make sure they're created. We want to make sure that there's a follow-up of some kind sent to them. So that's important. But I also want to segment the lists, the kinds of people that are engaging. I want to segment who they are and, and what I want them to do and what information they truly need. And I want to make sure I continue to provide that information to them. We're going to do that through different things with um, content on the website. We're going to do that by engaging um, things like lead scoring and pipeline automation inside of the back end of your CRM. So this is really, really important to help influence those contacts and make sure that they are not just sitting as stock inventory in the back room that no one's gonna address. Next, traffic and SEO. This is the most misunderstood component of a successful website. I can't tell you how many conversations I have had with companies who are spending thousands of dollars on SEO. And when I ask them, I, I blow their strategy up every single time just by asking me or asking them, can you show me the report that shows your return on investment? And we have like an awkward pause and they're like, I, I can show you that our site visits have gone up and we've got all this tons of traffic from all these other places. And I'm like, that's great. And they're like, I can show you our keywords are performing better and we're getting all these other people coming to the website. And I'm like, that's great. But what kind of return are you getting from your revenue, from the, the customers who are purchasing again? What is happening? How, how is, is SEO helping to improve the overall revenue? And can you tie that back and track that? And at some point, they will get to that that ability to do that. And a lot of times it's tied to them not using the right platform, right? So we're going back again to that root of, of the conversion framework, they're not using the right platform. So what should SEO be? What should that traffic source be if it's not, you know, in order to get a bunch of traffic to the website? Well, it is. It is supposed to get a bunch of traffic to the website. But if your website is not converting, if your website is not already doing the things you want it to do, there is zero sense in trying to send a bunch of traffic to that website it's like you're dumping gasoline on a fire that doesn't even, it doesn't even exist yet. It is not going to deliver the results you want. 
sure, you're going to get the website traffic up. Sure, that's going to lift up the credibility of, of the website. And that in itself is great. But if your website doesn't convert, I would not spend a bunch of money trying to make more traffic happen when I should be spending time, spending money, spending my resources and making sure that the website is converting and doing what I want it to do. Because if I'm not putting, if I'm a marketer, okay, and I'm, let's say I'm a marketing director, newer into the company, and I'm not putting calls on the calendar for the sales director, my head is on the chopping block within six months. Marketers are the fastest, most common replaced position in a business. And as scary as that may sound, it is the absolute truth. So how do you get job security? You attach yourself to revenue. You attach yourself to bottom line revenue. And so in order to do that, you're not going to spend a bunch of money on top of line vanity metrics that have no no impact until you really get into the weeds in that uh, the profit and the revenue column. It just is not a good use of time yet. So I'm a firm believer in SEO. I believe that it is critical to every successful website 100%. I am an absolute believer as well that that is not an effort until you establish the five or the four other categories to get to this one, right? We have to go through the others to get here first, okay? Lastly, conversion rate optimization. This is like the pinnacle of of the, the six keys here. Your website should be constantly improving. Your website should be continuously generating more leads. It should be growing. It should be always updating. If you haven't done a a website update or a launch of something on your site in the last six months, it is already outdated, especially if you're in the tech world. If you're selling a SaaS, some kind of software product, a B2B enterprise level, um, things change so fast. And you guys know that already. So how can we make sure that the website does what we need it to do? Well, we need to keep running tests, right? We need to keep running uh, optimization checks, A-B tests, split tests. We need to test content. We need to look at new tools. We need to look and see how pages are performing. And okay, it's at 1%. What are the tests we can run to get that to perform and to, to convert at 3%? What does that do to the overall uh, lead flow and to the overall calendar bookings with our sales team and to the overall bottom line? They're very easy ways to track these metrics once we get going. And so that's really where we're going with all of this. That's the pinnacle of, of, uh, of a successful website is that the website's never done. It never stops. And, and in reality, once you're at that conversion rate optimization level, you can start looking back to the bottom of the pyramid again and start working your way out. And so those uh, six elements are what make up that website conversion framework. And so these, again, these are like these are the six pieces that we use at Web Canopy Studio to go through and evaluate what a good website is and, and are we following and building that roadmap that needs to be there, right? So that's a wrap on the overview of website conversion, you know, making sure your website checks all these boxes in each category of the framework is, is it really is your fast track to a highly converting website. So one thing I want to tell you about this, if, if you want to streamline this process completely and really see what areas that you should focus on next, you should go to our website and take our free assessment. We have a free uh, website assessment. It's a conversion uh, assessment. It's at webcanopystudio.com slash assessment. And inside of that, we have a series of questions around each of the framework categories that will help you see 
how well you are performing at all six of these different categories. And as a follow-up, when you fill out this assessment, you're gonna get a personalized report that shows you exactly what areas you need to focus on first. You're gonna get detailed descriptions. You're gonna get checklists of items that you should work on. And not to mention, again, the majority of what we're gonna give you in this assessment, sorry, the majority of what we're providing in this assessment are things that you can address on your own. You don't need to hire developers and designers and all these things to take care of it. So, um, you know, if you wanna fast track your way into this, I think it's a really great way to get started. Check out webcanopystudio.com slash assessment and see how you fare. I think that's it, guys. My name is John Aiken. Thank you so much, and we'll see you next time.